0: Welcome, everybody, to this very special edition of All Parsha on Parshas Yisro, and the Balaturim on the Parsha Balaturim on Parshas Yisro. Today, I would like to discuss two main subjects. In subject number one, I would like to speak out three Balaturims: two on this week's Parsha, one elsewhere. And then, on the sep- second subject, I would like to speak out a Balaturim that will really revolutionize our understanding and perception of what occurred at Let's begin, Parakia Pasuk Aleph. In the third month of Klai Yisrael leaving Mitzrayim, says about the Torah emphasizes that the giving of the Torah was in the third month as a remez, as a smach, as an allusion to that which is taught in Yevon Aleph, that a someone who converts, or someone who is in captivity, or someone who is freed, cannot remarry, cannot marry, until you wait three months. Kal Yisrael in, the, in Mitzrayim says, Baal Turim was likened to a shavuya, to a woman in captivity, and we were taken out. Kabalos HaTorah, is likened to a marriage, is like a Kedushin. Therefore, the Ribon Sham did not want to marry us right away. The waited Sham waited till the third month. Now, truth be told, it was not a full three months. The halach is you have to wait 90 days, and here we left on Pesach, Tesva of Nisan, it was, as we know, a sphere of 49 days. But nevertheless, the fact that the Torah emphasizes three months is a remiss to this teaching that before marrying a woman in captivity, you need to wait three months. Now, this is not the first time in Sefer Shemais that the Balaturim considers and deemed Klai Yisrael to be like a woman in captivity. In fact, the Balaturim, on the very first Pasuk, in Parshas Shemais, and we already spoke this out, in Parshas Shemais, says, Shemais, Yisrael, Habayim, says the Balaturim, is Rashi Shivya, that we were considered in captivity, and Balaturim pointed out, even though we were in captivity, Shemais, we still maintained our Jewish name, but we're just pointing out that, the Ba'aturim already mentioned this concept that the Jewish people in Egypt were likened to a woman in captivity. But we would like to focus on this idea that Kabbalah's Torah was analogous to a wedding, analogous to a marriage, because the Ba'aturim is saying that the waited till the third month to give us the Torah, because the giving of the Torah was likened to a wedding. Well, the Ba'aturim continues on this theme in Parak Yates Vasek Dalid. Atem re'isem, you saw. Asher o'sisi with that which I did to Egypt. Va esar eschem al kanfei n'sharam, and I carried you on the wings of the eagles. Va'avi eschem I brought you to me. Says the Balaturim, amazingly, that just like a woman is niknes b'kesef b'shtar Babia, you know the opening Mishnah in Kedushin, isha niknes b'kesef b'shtar Babia, so to klal yisrael, our niknes, after all, Hashem was, so to speak, marrying us. What was the kesef? Says Abalaturim, the biza's matraim, the spoils we took out of Egypt, is the kesef with which Ribosha married Kla Israel. What was the star? Says the Balaturim, zuha toira. That was the Torah. Shanemar, Torah, lanu, The Torah that Moirasha commanded us as an inheritance. Altikri moirasha, ela me It was a marriage. And yes, says the Balaturim, there was even a metaphorical bia, an act of relations, like the pasuk says in Yeheskel, kanfi I spread my wing over you. Va'avoy be'vris itcha. In fact, says the Balaturim, these words at the end of this pasuk, Va'avi eschem and I brought you to me. Va'avi is begamatria with with bia with relations. In fact, says the Balaturim since a woman is nicknamed in three ways, B'keseh B'shara B'biyah, and Hashem in fact married K'la Yisrael B'keseh, B'bizas Mitzrayim, B'shtar, the Luchais, the Torah, and B'biyah V'avi Eschem Eloi, therefore in Hoyshe'ah, Perek Be'ith, and we say this every day when we put on our tefillin, V'erastich Li La'olam, the B'rashim says that I will be married to you forever. V'erastich Li and I will marry you to me with justice and and with with righteousness with justice with kindness and with mercy the Pasuk is saying that hashem promises to marry us forever hashem why does it say veirastich three times? Says This is a remez to the concept that Hashem married us in three ways: bekesef, bestar, ubabia. Hence veirastichli laolam, veirastichli b'tzaken m'shulchas rachamim, li beemuna. Now, amazingly, comes the Megala Amukais, and the Megala Amukais says that if you look in the very next pasuk, shamaya shamayatish me'u bekayli shmartem leesbrisi vihiyisem. The yisem is a Lashon of marriage. As we know that of the Gemara often talks about the Hekesh, the comparison between Gittin and Kedushin. Get, get is called V'yatsa. Marriage is called vahoisa. V'yisem is a Lashon of Kedushin. Ah, says Megal HaMukah, we know. Let's say you say to a woman, "Hare At Mikudeshas," You are married. And you don't say to me? The Halach is you're not married. You know why you're not married? Because it's Yadayim she'enon malchichais, it is not clear that you are marrying this woman to you. Maybe you are a shliach to marry her to someone else. Therefore, the Gemara says you have to say the word li. While Hashem too is mekayim this halacha, and he he therefore says ve'erastich, not just ve'erastich. I will marry you Ve'erastich li, I will marry you to me. Because if you don't say the word li, it is not a valid Kedushan. comes the nesivos shalom. And he says an amazing thing. The same way Hashem said, Three times God says, I will marry you. And all three times he says the words, He says in the Siva Shalim, if you look in Pasuk, Hey, Parakia test pasuk. Hey, viatam shemaya tishmo bekalir shmad nosi viysem li segula mikala amim kili kala aretz Pasikvav, vav viatam tiuli three times. Hashem says the word li, corresponding to the three forms of marriage that we find in beastichli lo and beastichli zimusham Now, Rashi himself makes reference to this idea that the giving of the Torah was likened to a marriage. Rashi says, <speaking in Hebrew> Moshe took out the people, like him, toward God. Moshe is, so to speak, bringing the Jewish people toward, toward God. Says Rashi Magit Shashino Yodso From here we see that the divine presence went out to greet the Jewish people, Likras Kala, as the groom goes out, goes out to greet the bride. And as the Post says in the varim, God came from Sinai as the Chassan steps forward to meet the bride. In fact, the Kliakar adds that since God is the groom and we're the bride, and the Gemara Kedushan says, the man is considered to have been missing his rib, and therefore he is implored to go look for his missing item, mi mechazar achami, who searches for who? The Baal aveda, the one missing the lost object, searches for the object, therefore likewise, uh, Rebunisham goes out and looks for Klaiso who are lost, in the midbar, as the pasuk says, in Hoiseach Anovim Ba midbar Matsasi Avoy Now, on the words, parak Yotes pasuk Chav, Red Hashem Dar God descended on Harsinai. He says, the Tame Hamen Hagim. The Gemara says, in that a man, if he needs to, he has to get married, and if he needs to settle, he should settle. The lashon of the Gemara is darga itza. Go down a level and get married. Where do we learn this from? We learn this from God. God married the Jewish people. God had a settle for us, so to speak. And on the pasuk Hashem, God descended. We have a trap darga severe to go down a Madrega, indicating and alluding to the teaching in the Gemara Yevamos. And amazingly, we have many customs at a chasana which are paralleled after the giving of the Torah because the ultimate wedding was God marrying and Yisrael at Har Sinai. The Sefer Tashvitz, Rabinu Shimshayn Bar Sadak, a Talmud of the Marami Rutenberg, writes that just like in the Aseris HaDivrois, God's name appears 14 times in Shevav God's name appears 14 times. The Chassan begins his declaration, Hareyat Mekodesh with the letter Hey. Keneged the five books of the Torah, which was also a marriage to the Jewish people. The Ksuba begins with the letter Bez, Be'echad B'Shabbes, as the Torah begins with the letter Bez. Says the Tashbites, before God gave us the Torah, we fasted. That is the reason why a chassan and kala fast before their great wedding. The, often the father and mother walk the chassan and kala down holding torches. Why do they hold torches at a wedding? As a memorial to the great wedding on Harsinai where there was lightning, torches so to speak, coming down from heaven. And the Tashvets concludes with a follow, the following remarkable statement. <laughs> grab a hold to the following principle. Kalam in Hogim Shal Khosan Mush Kala, all of the practices of the groom and the bride. Anu la maiden mimatan learn out from the giving of the Torah. Shahashem Hoyamara Atmaite that God appeared as if Kekhosan Neged like a groom to his bride, Shahim Yisrael. In fact, the Yam Shal Shlimoi writes in Ksubis Zainam the reason we break a glass at a chasana is to commemorate that at the great wedding of Kabbalah Satoira, the Luchais were broken. So this is the first Indian, the subject of Kabbalah Satoira, being analogous to a marriage. Now, let us move on to another subject, and I would like to bring to your attention the famous words of Rabbi Huda Halevi in Zmiros for Shabbos, where we say, Dibar B'Kadshai, God spoke in His holiness. I'm going to skip two words. Yoyim HaShvi Zohar V'Shamar, the seventh day, observe and keep. I would have wrote, ber B'Kadshai, Dibar B'Kadshai, Behar, I would have wrote, Behar Sinai, Yoyim HaShvi, but that's not what Rabbi Huda Halevi wrote. Rabbi Huda Halevi wrote, Dibar B'Kadshai, he wrote in His holiness, he spoke in His holiness, Behar Har Hamar, and the Mount of Mer. What's the Mount of Mer? The Gemara Tainas says the Mount of Mer is Har hamaria And Rabbi Huda Levi is saying that God gave us the Torah on Har hamaria Sorry, Rabbi Huda Levi, wrong mountain. We all know God gave us the Torah on Har Sinai. He didn't give us the Torah on Har hamaria What is the Zemmer speaking about? I want to share with you an earth-shattering Balaturim. This week's parasha, Parak Yotzes, Pasuk Zayin, Pasuk Yerches, Vayotzei Moshe. So Moshe took out the people across, like him, toward God, Min Hamachaneh from the camp, Vayisyatzu, and they stood Hahar on the bottom of the mountain. The next pasuk, Har Sinai Oshan Kulay, Har Sinai was entirely smoked. Says a aturim. Besach Sahar, on the bottom of the mountain, Vehar Sinai, in Mount Sinai, Melamed, sheh hahar From here we learn that the mountain was uprooted from its place, ve Kehar, al har and it became like a mountain on top of a mountain. Har Sinai, the giving of the Torah, was sandwiched. The Jewish people were sandwiched between two mountains. Where does the Baal get this from, that God uprooted a mountain, and it became Kehar al-Gabehar. And secondly, which mountain did God uproot? Now, if you look carefully at the Psukim, the Pasuk says, they stood on the bottom of the mountain. That's the end of Pasuk Yedzayin. The Har Sinai, O'Shan Kula, and Har Sinai was entirely smoked. Now, usually, you say the noun, and once you say the noun, you could say the pronoun. Vayus it should say, they stood besachtes Har Sinai, the bottom of Har Sinai, and the mountain Oshan Kulai, was entirely smoking. That's not what it says. It says they stood at the bottom of the mountain. And the Harsini Oshan Kula and was entirely smoking. Therefore the Balaturim learns this pasuk indicates there were two mountains. There was Hahar, which is the first mountain mentioned, and there's Harsinai, which is the second mountain mentioned. And God uprooted Hahar, God uprooted the mountain, and He suspended it over Harsinai Kehar al har And now the question, and the million dollar question is, what was the mountain that God suspended over kal What, what was the mountain that the Jewish people stood at? What are the two mountains? Comes the Yalkut Ruveni on this week's Pasha har When at the time of the giving of the Torah, Har Maria was uprooted. And it came to the desert. Why? So that the Torah should be given on such an incredible place. Here we have it. The Torah wasn't given on Har Sinai. Har Sinai was suspended over their heads. The Torah was given on Har HaMariya, the Har HaBayas, the, the mountain on which the base of stood. So there were two mountains present on Har Sinai. There was Vayisiyat, they stood at the foot of the mountain, they stood at Har HaMariah, but Har, Har Sinai was suspended over their heads and they were now sandwiched in between two mountains, between Har HaMariya and Har Sinai, in order to fully appreciate the Balaturim, you need to know the Yakut Ruveni. Then in fact there's another mountain that came to Har Sinai, namely Har Maria. So these two mountains sandwiched in Bnei Yisrael. Now we understand the holy words of Rabbi Huda Levi, God spoke in His Holiness Be'har Hamar, on the mountain of Mer, on Har Maria. In effect, in reality, the Torah was given on Har Maria, a completely new understanding and perspective of what transpired on Har Sinai. So, let's review we have an idea that the giving of the Torah was analogous to a marriage, and that is indicated by the fact that the Torah was given on the third month. There was Kesef, that was the there was Shtar, that was the giving of the Torah, and of course there was Beza Snetzam, three times, and we have this idea that Har and Har and Har Sinai came together, converged, so that the Torah was given on both of these holy mountains. Wishing, wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos.